This story has been recorded at an Addictive Eaters Anonymous meeting in New Zealand. You can email us at contact at aeanz.org. So, what was it like? Um, the food was always a problem. Um, but I only see that in looking back. But it was a problem right from the beginning. Um, I never felt like I had enough food. I did a lot of stealing of food. Um, as even quite a little girl. Um, by the time I was five, um, I had a big tummy and I, my mother decided there was something very wrong with me so she went to the, took me to the doctor and I had, oh, I don't know, exploratory tests done and um, I don't know what the result of that was, I don't remember but um, obviously it was just eating and um, a lot of going to the um, cupboards and you know pinching biscuits and that sort of thing, homemade biscuits out of the, out of the cupboard and I remember jiggling the tins, you know, we, we all heard those stories, you know, to make it look like I didn't, hadn't been there, they must have known. Um, by the time I was school age I was stealing money from my mother's purse so that I could get food um, on the way to school and um, I was really into caramel chewy things, I remember that quite clearly. Um, and then of course as I grew a bit older I became quite obsessed with me and my, I mean my weight and so was forever trying to be on the diet. I remember my mother put me on a diet when I was eight and um, by the time I was um, about 10 or 11 I think I was a more normal weight, but then of course I went to boarding school and put the weight all on again. Um, just because I ate a lot. I don't know how I got the food at boarding school. I must have just eaten lots of helpings or something. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. It was always there. I never really realised that I had um, a pro not so much a problem, but that I was out of kilter with everybody. I always felt like there was something I wasn't doing right. And if I could just find out what that thing was that was going to be doing the right thing, then that would make it all better, whatever it was. But I couldn't, I've only been able to put that into words, you know, as more as an adult. But um, there was always that sensation that somehow I wasn't, I didn't have the the clue, whatever the clue was. So life was always difficult. Um, I, I kind of didn't feel that I made friends very well. Um, I always tried to be popular and, um, you know, was always trying to be a nice person. Um, so I suppose life was just difficult. And I was difficult too. Um, and there were periods of my life when it was fine, like um, 
you know, I, I went to boarding school and I was miserable. So everybody was miserable. That isn't my family. My poor mother, you know, I just, um, I made her pay for the fact that I went to boarding school. It was all her fault. Um, and so, oh, you know, Robin didn't like boarding school. And she's the only one in the family that doesn't, didn't like boarding school. Um, and so I kind of felt singled out. But in a way that was good because I quite liked being singled out. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's just that, uh, um, always discontented, that sort of thing. And then of course I went nursing and was terrified to go nursing. I was terrified to go do anything actually. Um, and took ages to decide what I wanted to do. Um, that is for a career and kind of decided on nursing as a last ditch, really, because, you know, I'd sort of gone through kindergarten teaching and speech and all sorts of things. Anyway, so I ended up nursing, which was fine. And then at the end of my nursing, I met my husband and um, everything was wonderful then, you know, because I had this man and um, I was... I was happy and... Um, but of course, you know, once I got married and settled down and everything, then it all became awkward again. And I had a, a lot of emotional dependence on him. Um, and, you know, I see all that as part of the disease now. I, I, I certainly didn't, um, I probably didn't see it as part of the disease until I came back this last time. Um, because I heard such a lot when I was sitting in these meetings over the last few years that I related to, which I've never related to before. Um, anyway, looking back, life was difficult. And then what happened was, well, this is hard for me to work out, but I don't need to, just that, um, I guess I, got, I knew for a couple of years before I came back to Christchurch that the answer for me as far as having a better relationship with a God, because I'd always tried to have, I tried to be a good girl, I tried to have a good relationship with the God I knew through my religion, but for some reason I knew that the answer was here and that that was kind of in the back of my mind um, when I was living down in Monica. And um, then of course my marriage broke up and that, that dependency that I had on my husband kind of was gone, I suppose. I knew when my marriage finished that I had to come to Christchurch. And I see that very much as a God job um, because, well, anyway, I do. And so I drove back to Christchurch knowing that I was coming to the right place. But I don't see that I had surrendered at that point. Um, I, um, yeah, I just, yeah. But what happened then is that coming back to Christchurch, I didn't have that dependence on Graham because um, he wasn't there. Um, and 
So it was like the life that I had been living was shattered. Um, all that pretense, all that show of having this wonderful life, um, it, yeah, it was shattered, it was gone. I haven't seen it like that before, but it was. Um, and so I came in here, it, and the food was still there, but it wasn't really the problem when I came back. Like it was how I was, the way that I was living, um, I saw all of a sudden start to get a bit of insight into how I behaved. And, um, and I, of course, my ears were more open and I listened and identified and still identify a lot with what I hear here in, in these meetings um, because it's so me. Um, yeah, I mean, I could tell lots and lots of stories, I suppose, if I think about it, on what my life was like and what it was like in the food, but in actual fact, that was just the way that it was. Um, and I'm, I'm really grateful to see that it doesn't have to be like that any longer. And it was coming in here again, and at some point I was able to surrender something, and the longer I sit here, the, the more that I, I surrender, I suppose. It's not my experience to have had a complete surrender. It's certainly my experience to be down and out and miserable. And, um, you know, because when I come in here, it didn't get better, it actually got worse. Um, as I stopped eating, I suppose, it just got worse. And I was in the room for several years um, here, but it was safe here. I knew that. Um, I may not have been able to express it, but I knew down here that I was in the right place. I'm crying now. And I am in the right place. So I know that today as well, even though I don't know much, <laughs> I'm really aware I don't know much, um, but it's okay to be like that. And what, it, what is it like now? It's, it's actually amazing. Um, you know, I don't have to go overseas to get the joy in my life. I can just be here. Um, and I don't have to put on a front or um, appear to have it all together. Because you guys just accept me the way I am. And there's nothing really wrong with the way I am these days, which um, sounds a bit weird, but it's true. Um, anyway, I'm, um, yeah, it's just good to know that the answer's here. You know, today I do have a, um, a relationship with my God. It's very, very different to what it was as the Catholic God. Um, and it's a very important part of my life now. Um, 
Yeah, there's nothing about my life that is the same as what it was before. And so I suppose that's part of recognising the surrender too. So I just came back and fell in here and followed the pack, really, um, without that, <laughs> without that kind of uh, Robin being Robin, <laughs> um, which was what it was like before. So, um, yeah, it's good to be here. I'm really grateful that you're all here and that you all stayed. Because if you hadn't, I would have had nowhere to go. And then I've got somewhere to go. And I think I'm done. Thanks, Kate. Thanks, Alan.